This is a podcast from Rover. G'day there, New Zealand. How are we doing today? This is Rex today. I'm Dominic George. We're here until 12.30. Thanks, as always, to the team at NetSpeed. Coming up in just a moment, we're going to be talking with Tapuki farmer Cat French. The family farm was struck by a tornado during the week, causing massive devastation, as you can imagine, but the community has rallied. We'll get the details with Cat French in just a moment. We're also talking with Shane Bird, our Sydney life coach. He's going to be talking to us uh, a little bit later on in the show. And being a Friday, of course, we'll do a bit of sport with our man Hamish Mackay. That's coming up between now and 12.30. But first up on the programme today, Today, a Tupuki family has been left cleaning up and counting the cost after a tornado ripped through their farm this week, killing animals and destroying horticulture. Cat French joins us now to talk all about it. Cat, nice to have you on the programme, although uh, not great circumstances. No, not great at all, but thank you for um, having me. Well, no problem. Um, look, talk us through what happened in the early hours of Wednesday morning. Uh, we woke up to some loud crashing noises and realised that we had a really nasty storm on our hands. Um, my sister upstairs saw the roofs from the chook houses and the iron and tin flying across the windows. We were hanging on to the windows, trying to keep them closed. Um, and everything just was crashing all around us. Wow, it was like um, an apocalyptic scene by the sound of it. Yeah, it was horrifying. It was really horrifying. Um, very loud, and that's probably the scariest part of it all, was the actual noise it was making, like the crashing noise and everything like that around us. The damage as well. I mean, we understand you you lost a few animals and uh, obviously structures and things like that as well, so it would be a grisly scene when everything subsided and you were able to assess what the damage was. Yeah, so we actually went out that night in our pyjamas and had our cell phone torches, and we were trying to rescue, like, my bird aviaries had, had fallen over, and the birds were out and we were trying to, you know, lift things up and get things off animals. Um, we were trying to catch rabbits and guinea pigs that were running around on the lawn that were still alive because their, their hutches were just lifted up and smashed against the barn down the back. So there was nothing left of their homes and we were trying to catch everything we could. Um, but yeah, in the morning, oh my God, it was horrible. Um, we had some people start, um, family members started first um, and they were helping us try and lift the chook houses that were completely flattened off the ground and as they were lifting them they were finding the dead animals underneath because our chooks and ducks are free range. So they had been just out running around and didn't realise what was about to happen. None of us did. So. Oh goodness me, that's a horrific scene. Um, when you were rescuing the animals during the night, I suppose, what, what did you do? You have to take them inside or to another shed if it was still standing or what was the story? Uh, we, were, we were grabbing cat cages right. and just I mean, we were sopping wet because it was still pouring with rain. The wind was still up. But we were um, just grabbing what we could that was still alive and putting them in cages and stuff and just moving them all into the barn until we could reassess in the morning. And some of these were rescue animals as well, weren't they? Some of like the guinea pigs and rabbits and things like that. Yeah, Yeah, people that don't want their bunnies anymore or their guinea pigs anymore. You know, they're cute when they're small and then they grow up sort of thing. (laughs) Um, So my daughter was taking them on and looking after them herself. So, okay, so you had this scenario in the middle of the night, then you assessed the damage the next day, and uh, obviously, you know, that wasn't great. Um, and then the clean-up begins, I suppose, and uh, that's been going on for a few days. Yeah, so we, um, by 8 o'clock, there was about 10 cars here, some total strangers, some were our customers, and, of course, family members. Um, my eldest daughter has been rallying around as much as she can, trying to get help for us, which has been awesome. Um, we've got some customers that set up a give a little page for us, which has been absolutely humbling. Um, mum and dad were hurt. 
um, that was Dad's plastic house. That was his baby, the big one that's that's totally destroyed. He grows um, tropical plants. So he oh, grows no. and mangoes and jackfruit and lychees and coffee and all of that sort of thing in it. And it's just, he was ready to give up. You know, and for a guy that's in his seventies, it was it was very very hard for him and mum. They've been they set this up probably five years ago, mum and dad, and they've been running it ever since. And I give them a hand, and just yeah, very very um, very very humbling when people started rocking up and just where do you need us? And that's great. Started yeah, picking everything up. Yeah. So yeah. That's good, but I feel, yeah, I feel terrible for um, your father in particular, as you just told the story there. I wasn't aware that, man, that was that sounds like a pretty exotic sort of thing that he's got going on there. It sounded marvellous. Oh, yeah, it, it's it's beautiful. Like, you walk inside and everybody's like, can get, Dad pick um, gross pineapples for our customers? Wow. Um, there's a huge couple of bunches of bananas in there at the moment. He's got his turmeric, his ginger... Um, but his lychees and his rambutans and his and his white mulberries and things like that, they were really special to him. And right now they're just getting shattered by that wind that's still around. So now it's rebuild time, right? Absolutely. Yeah, so yep. what are the plans? Uh, we've got to wait for the wind and the rain to stop so we can get out and um, start demolishing all the buildings that are destroyed. Um because we can't let people get up there right now. It's it's too dangerous with the winds being so high. Um, and then, yeah, we're just going to slowly try and rebuild. We're getting help from people and support from the community, which is great. So what we can do, we will do to help mum and dad rebuild their farm. I mean, it's slightly crass, but I mean, is there any idea of the cost of the damage at this stage? Uh, well, six of the plastic houses that are destroyed, mum only bought two of them three months ago, and they were $800 each. And then the other one she bought probably six months ago. So there's probably about three or $4,000 just in plastic houses. And then I don't know what it's going to cost to rebuild Dad's. Dad's was huge. Mm. Uh, so I don't know. It sounds but like an amazing gonna... operation that you've got going on there, though, well, you, you know, that the family's got. Yeah, and it's all family run, you know. So And we love what we do. Um, Mum lost all her watermelon crop, all her rock melon crop, you oh. know, and they were... They all had flowers on the plants and everything. So, and people love coming here for the rock melons because we have about four different varieties that we do for everyone. So, because mum and dad like weird and wonderful, they like growing things that not everyone else grows. So, you know, the, the things aren't always the mainstream veggie and fruit that you'd see everywhere else. They're weird and wonderfuls that people get to try. Well, I can see why, uh, you know, people love it and where the appeal would lie. I mean, it sounds bloody fantastic. I really hope you guys get back on your feet. And uh, I know that there'll be people listening who want to help. Where, where can they go? The Give a Little page? Yeah, there's, one of our customers has set up a Give a Little page on our Friendship Farm page, which is on Facebook. Um, and people have started, which is another really humbling thing, um, people have started donating already. So, yeah, it's great. Well, hopefully you get a bit more French's Farm. Just Google it, people. You'll find what you need to know uh, about not only um, helping, but also just the obviously the wonderful operation uh, that is uh, going on there at the French Farm in Tapuki. Um, Cat French, listen, um, all the best with the clean-up and everything. I'm sure people will, as they have done up until this point, uh, keep coming to the aid of uh, the operation there and the family as a whole. But thanks so much for telling us the story on the programme today. Really do appreciate it. Thank you. And just can I just say a real big thanks to everyone that has helped us out so far. It's just been amazing. And we are really, really grateful.